ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله واحسن الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم شر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار اما بعد ايها المؤمنون عباد الله اتقوا الله تعالى فان في تقواه خلف من كل شيء وليس من تقوى الله خلف اتقوا الله عز وجل وراقبوه سبحانه مراقبه من يعلم ان ربه يسمعه ويرى my beloved brothers in islam after praising and thanking allah عز وجل and passing salutations upon muhammad ibn abdullah salawatullahi wa salamuhu alayhi and passing salutations upon his family upon his friends and all those who try to emulate him until the end of time the month of muharram is indeed a great and blessed month it is the first month of the hijri year and it is one of the sacred months concerning which allah azza wa jal speaks about in surah at-tauba and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says inna iddata ash-shuhuri 'inda allah ithna ashara shahra fi kitabillahi yawma khalaqas samawati wal ard minha arba'atu hurum dhalika ad-din al-qayyim that indeed the number of months with allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or by allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is 12 months and it was ordained by allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the day when he created the heavens and the earth that four of these months they are sacred and that this deen of islam is the right religion so do not wrong yourselves therein the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam he mentioned and he said that the division of time has turned to its original form 
which was current when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created the heavens and the earth. The year is of 12 months, out of which four are sacred. Three are in succession, Dhul Qa'dah, Dhul Hijjah, and Muharram. And the fourth is Rajab. And this is between Jamad Thaniya and Sha'ban. So Alhamdulillah, Thumma Alhamdulillah. We've seen that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in the Qur'an about the four sacred months. That Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he explains what is the four sacred months. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, Do not wrong yourselves therein. Meaning, do not wrong yourselves in these sacred months. Because doing a sin during these sacred months are greater than doing a sin in the rest of the months of the year. Ibn Abbas radiallahu an, he says concerning the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, فَلَا تَظْلِمُوا فِيهِنَّ أَنفُسَكُمْ That do not wrong yourselves therein. That this command applies to all the months but specifically to these four months in the sense that it is increased. And the Prophet wasallam, in his hadith that is found in the jami of Imam At-Tirmidhi rahimallahu ta'ala, where the Prophet wasallam, he says, kunt. That be conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ma kunt. Wherever you might find yourselves. And the ulama, they explain that this word haythu, it comes as a dharf zaman and a dharf makan. It is for time and for place. So fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, be God conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala throughout the year, all the time, and in every place that you find yourself. And Ibn Abbas, he carries on and he says, and the reason why this month is a month that if you sin, it's going to be more severe because this is a sanctified month, as we saw in the Ayah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And then he carries on and he says, And if you do any righteous deeds during these four months, then your reward is also greater. And of those righteous deeds that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that he emphasized is the deed of fasting. Abu Huraira radiyallahu anhi said that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam informed us and he said the best fast after Ramadan is in the month of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which is Muharram. And the phrase Shahrullah or the month of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this phrase in itself shows us that this month deserves great worship. It shows us that this month deserves extra ibadah. 
whether it's fasting, whether it's reciting Quran, whatever acts of ibadah that is good, then increase during this month of Muharram. The Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, he did not fast any month in full, except for the month of Ramadan. So what is meant by this hadith is that try to fast as much of the month of Muharram as possible. And this brings us to a very important day. A day that is known as the day of Ashura. The day that is known where the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam used to fast on this day of Ashura. An Aisha radiyallahu anha qalat kana yawm Ashura tasumuhu Quraysh fi al-jahiliya. Aisha radiyallahu anha was the youngest wife of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. She was the daughter of Abu Bakr radiyallahu anhu who was closest companion to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. She said that the Quraysh used to fast on the day of Ashura in the pre-Islamic period. And Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam used to fast on that day as well. When he came to Medina, when the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam when he entered in Medina, he fasted on that day and he ordered others to fast as well. Later when the fasting of the month of Ramadan was prescribed, he gave up fasting on the day of Ashura and it became an optional fast. And then he ends of the hadith and he says, an optional fast for the one who wants to fast or the one that does not want to fast. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam in another hadith mentions that he came into Medina and the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam he found the Yahud he found the Jews that they were fasting on this day of Ashura and he asked him why are you fasting what is the reason for you as the Yahud why are you fasting on this day of Ashura the 10th of Muharram and they replied this is a good day this is the day in which Allah rescued Bani Israel from the enemy from Fir'aun and the armies of Fir'aun so they carried on and they explained to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam and they said that Moses that yani Nabi Musa that he fasted on this day the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam in his famous words he said that we have more right to Nabi Musa than you so the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam he fasted on that day and he ordered the Muslims to fast on that day as well the fasting of the day of Ashura it expiates for the past year because Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam he said Fasting the day of Arafah, I hope Allah will expiate thereby, yani your minor sins, for the year before it and the year after it. And fasting on the day of Ashura, I hope Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will expiate thereby for the year that came before it. 
And this hadith you will find in the Sahih of Imam Muslim. Ibn Qayyim rahimallahu ta'ala He mentions and he says The ways of fasting of the day of Ashura or Ashura they are three. The most perfect of which is to fast one day before it and one day after it. The next best is to fast the ninth and the tenth. And this which is mentioned in most of the ahadith. And the next best is to fast the tenth day only. And this is found in Zad wa Ma'ad. My beloved brothers in Islam, this leaves us to a very important point with regards to the day of Ashura. And this is that Nabi Musa was saved from Fir'aun. And the month of Muharram is indeed a month that you are going to hear a lot of stories. That the 10th of Muharram has become famous because Hussein radiallahu anhu was murdered. And the 10th of Muharram is famous because, and this is obviously false, that Nabi Adam made tawbah on this day. And there's basically yani, a list of about 20 or more events that happened on the day of Ashura, which obviously is not correct. As for the saving of Nabi Musa, then this is established in the Quran and the Sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. As for the martyrdom of Hussein radiallahu an, then this also is established in the books of history. There is no doubt that it happened on this day. But as to say that the fasting of Ashura or the happenings of Ashura, it is because of the martyrdom of Hussein radiallahu an, who is Sibtun Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, who is the grandson of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. With the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said regarding him and his brother Hassan, Sayyida Shababu Ahlil Jannah. That they are the leaders of the youth in Jannah. We said that they are Rayhanu Jannah. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he ascribed great qualities to his grandsons. But yet Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam did not say that the day of Ashura is going to be attributed to the death, to the martyrdom of Hussein radiallahu And we need to understand who was Fir'aun. We need to understand and draw a lesson from Fir'aun. And Fir'aun himself, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he brings these verses in the Quran. He says, مَا عَلِمْتُ لَكُمْ مِنْ إِلَٰهٍ That I know not that you have an ilah other than me. So this is Fir'aun. Fir'aun, he says, أَنَا رَبُّكُمُ الْأَعْلَى He says that I am your Lord, the Most High. And there are many other verses. With this Taghut Fir'aun, this mulhid, he never believed in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is one thing. But to claim that I am the ilah, he claimed that I am your Lord, I am Allah. And this is what Nabi Musa stood up against. Not just someone that 
tortured Nabi Musa or tortured Bani Israel. But he claims in one or two ayat in the Quran where he says to his ministers like Haman and Qarun, he says, build me a ladder to the summer so I can go up and go see who is this ilah. You won't find someone more aggressive. You won't find someone that thinks more of himself than Fir'aun, that he claimed to be an ilah. And this was the day where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, where he says, and when the two hosts saw each other, the companions of Musa said that indeed we are sure to be overtaken. When they saw the army of Fir'aun, they realized that this is a time that we are finished. And Nabi Musa, he replies to his people and he says that, Nay, indeed with me is my Lord. He will indeed guide me. And then we inspired Nabi Musa, as Allah says, saying, strike the sea with your stick. And it parted, meaning the sea split. And each separate part of the sea water became like a huge firm mass of a mountain. And there are many ayat that explains the drowning of Fir'aun. There are many ayat that explains and some ahadith that says Fir'aun tried to now return back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But now it was too late. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has left a sign for us. Read Surah Al-Qasas. Read Surah Al-Shu'ara. And you will find that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and many other surahs explains the story of Fir'aun and Musa. And the last point on Fir'aun and Musa. That if you look throughout history, and you look at our current situation today, and you are going to see it in the future, that every now and then, there rises a Fir'aun. There's no doubt. But with every rising of a Fir'aun, there also rises a Musa. أقول هذا قول واستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين من كل ذنب فاستغفروا إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله كثيرة وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله وسلم عليه وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين أما بعد بعد الله اتقوا الله تعالى My beloved brothers in Islam With regards to the day of Ashura and the month of Muharram There are three groups with regards to this day. The first group being the Shia, the Rafidiyah. And they link this month and the day of Ashura to the martyrdom of the grandson of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Hussein radiyallahu The second group, they are known as the Nawasib. They are a group that's extremely happy on the day of 
Ashura. And in the third group is us, Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Those that follow the Quran and the Sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam on the understanding of the first three generations of Islam. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam he says that I leave you with two things. Taraktu amrain. And if you are to hold on to these two things, yani the Quran and the Sunnah, you will never go astray. And bi'idhnillahi ta'ala in next week's Jummah, we will look at these three groups in detail. وقال صلى الله عليه وسلم من صلى عليه صلاة صلى الله عليه بها عشرة اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد